Previously recorded in both Murfreesboro and Chattanooga, Tennessee, this is NFLs, a production by Next Season Sports Media. Hello, everybody, and welcome to NFLs. It's a hat that has a little bobble of uh, like strings on top keeps you warm mm. in the winter my name is jacob wilkinson my name is drew wade i think i know what hat you're talking about i have a few i don't know <laughs> <laughs> uh how are you doing uh, i just want to die after watching the eagles game last night but other than that i'm cool how about you um yeah i just want to die after watching the broncos game the other day but other <laughs> than that i'm cool hey if you um, turned it off after like the first quarter it was a good game for you yeah, that's happened a few times this year. I don't really want to get into it. Um, yeah, Denver sucks, but that's fine. It's been a couple of weeks since we last recorded. Um, I'm just going to casually get into fantasy since we don't have a good segue sound at the moment um, due to anti-Semitism. So um, <laughs> I have actually gone 8-2 and two in fantasy since the last time we recorded an episode. Uh both losses coming from wow. the dynasty, one by two and a half. Yeah, points. you suck. <laughs> I know, yeah, so sad. that was rough. I think I thought it was even less than that. If you're talking about that game this week against my dad, I feel like if Kittle hadn't got his one catch this week, you would have won that game. It's really yeah. That was actually you. yeah. I was really I counting lost. on you to take him down because uh, we, me, and my dad are both eight and two in that league, and he has more points than me, so he's in first. The point gap for the two losses were like four points. So I was like four points away from being ten and zero in fantasy, like Oof. since the last time we recorded. That um, is tough. I I am holding a cool top two in Jodo, and I think I'm actually like really starting to hold my own in our uh, money league. But mm-hmm. Subway rose and lived by. Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews last year, and unfortunately this year it's dying alongside Lamar mm. and Mark. But um, how has fantasy been for you since we last been chatted? It's been good. Like I said, in uh, Wade Dynasty, I'm on a six-game winning streak, eight and two. Feeling pretty good about my chances there um, in our money league that we're in. I'm six and four. I'm number three in the league, but I have... 183 more points for than the second closest person, who is you actually, in first place. So I've just had a couple unlucky matchups in there, but feeling pretty good about that dominant team. Um, eight and two in another money league. I want to say five and five or six and four in another one. It's going pretty well. I'm in line to make the playoffs in every league. Uh, hopefully, gonna take home some championships. I got six chances, so surely one of them. Yeah, fingers out. crossed, right? That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, I think I'm climbing into like I have like three playoffs locked, and I just just down to the way dynasty and draft league that I've had a hard time with all year. Mm. Um, but oh well, that's just how it goes sometimes, I suppose. Um, how did our bets go? Hmm. One minute, please, while I get my boy Zach up in here. Uh, I can't find it. Bet on it. Um, huh. our bets that we last did that would have been in week nine. We didn't have a bet for last week. Um, I don't think they went well, <laughs> if I remember correctly. Oh, just kidding. 
they those this was the week we did good. I had over forty five and a half for Miami at Chicago. That game almost reached seventy points if I remember correctly. And then you had the Jets plus twelve and a half against the Bills, and the Jets straight up won that game. So, hmm, kind of makes you think. Yeah, that's kind of a crazy thing. Since the last time we we chatted, the Bills have racked up two solid losses. Um, so mm, I'm so mad that they <coughs> lost me that disagreement with you against the Vikings. They had ample opportunity to win that game, and they just threw it away. Um, with Josh Allen throwing it, literally throwing it away at the end of that Vikings game, but it is what do it is. I start like reminding? Do I start like twenty twenty one Rams gloating now about the Vikings because no, <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. I I sure didn't hear anybody else saying they were going to be this good this year. I That's mean, all I gotta say. they were. There were people saying they would be better. I don't think anybody thought they'd be set eight and one, so that's impressive for sure. But I mean, people also say that the Eagles only have the record they have because their schedule has been so easy, and they well, crushed the Vikings when they played them. So I don't how did know. the Commanders game go for the Eagles? Not good. Not <laughs> not good. Um, I hate to be refs guy, but there were some pretty atrocious uh calls that had some pretty big swings in that game um both with the ending the roughing the passer call where taylor heineke proceeded to get up and celebrate like he had just won the super bowl because he drew a roughing the passer call and so that was really frustrating to watch and uh earlier in the game uh just a blatant missed face mask that was not called for dallas goddard on a play where he ended up fumbling after the face mask so that was cool, but whatever, you know. I, I didn't think they were going to go 17-0, and so it's okay that they got a loss here. I'm not really... I think it was Mango's fault because he tweeted something yesterday about, like, not knowing undefeated etiquette and, like, saying that in the back of his head he was mm. hoping they lost at some point. So that he was... Yeah, that was... <laughs> yeah, I think we can pin that one on him. Also, <laughs> I'm not one to say that... Vegas rigs the NFL or anything, but before the game yesterday, I saw multiple tweets about multiple different six-figure bets that people had put on the Eagles' money line just to make a little bit of money, and then those really bad calls happened and ended up going in the commander's favor. So that kind of makes you think, but... <laughs> Maybe. Ba-bum. Boom! <laughs> huh. Kind of sus, if you ask me. But it's okay. Uh, like I said, we were gonna lose a game at some point. Um, it's fine. They're still we'll eight treat, and one. Still eight and one. Yeah. We'll just treat the Vikings like the de facto best team in the league until something. That doesn't make any sense. Why <laughs> would you do that? If they lost by multiple scores to the Eagles. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Um, no, but there is a lot of good football happening right now. Uh, it's nice to be back here. Um, Broncos got a win, so that was nice. And then, you know, had a bye and then came out and did nothing against Tennessee. So I am, dude, I almost spent $133 on a ticket for that game. I'm so glad I didn't. Oh, oh man, my that would have been so tragic. It was freezing that day, too. So that just yeah. added to the misery. So good choice. But I played not Smash 64 instead. Way better nice. use of my time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely agree. So, yeah, we went, uh, I think, unfortunately, five and two in disagreements in the two weeks. You had a clean sweep on me. And Pretty we, fortunate. 
in my opinion. Um, <laughs> but week 10, uh, we broke even with uh, the, uh, including the Vikings Bills disagreement that you alluded to. I think I lost a Thursday night disagreement and the Cowboys. I don't know what the other one I got on you was. But you you got Lions over Bears, which is another one where the team I picked to win had a multiple score lead in the fourth quarter and then just yeah. blew it. Very cool. Bummer. That's okay yeah. because let's go over the the season long score. Um, I am sitting at ninety fifty nine. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Ninety fifty nine and one. You're at eighty sixty nine and one. I'm ten games ahead. Oh. Man, that's pretty cool. And the coin is at seventy four, seventy five, and one. So right back up there, floating around five hundred. There are one hundred and thirty five games left in the season. All right, let's let's get into it. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see here. Week eleven, week eleven, week eleven, week eleven. Looks like you are kicking us off. It's your boy. Uh, up first here for Thursday night football for week eleven. We've got the Tennessee <laughs> Titans. Whoa, going to. Green Bay to pay, play the Packers at Lambeau Field. Packers coming off a comeback victory. Both of these teams coming off a comeback victory. Although the Packers were down 28-14 in the fourth quarter and won in overtime against the supposed juggernaut Cowboys. Uh, the Titans, as you have already alluded to, came back and beat the Broncos last week. Um, having a little bit of a hard time picking this one. Because I think the Titans are going to find some success running the ball against this Packers defense. And I think the Packers are going to find some success throwing the ball against this Titans defense. So, um, sort of, these offenses sort of, their strengths sort of play into the weaknesses of the opposing defense. So, I'm going to go with the home team here. I'm just going to pick the Packers. I think um, Aaron Rodgers, we're going to see him start to develop more chemistry with Christian Watson, their second round rookie wide receiver. And I think um, just that offense is going to look a little more like we expected them to coming into this year. Uh, so I'm going Packers. Yeah, I think I'm also going to go with the Packers here. Uh, just I, I think that the Titans are a, really a force to be contended with, but I think that they still kind of need to be in the right conditions to put together a win right now at this point in the season. And um, I don't know. I mean, I keep picking against them, so maybe I'm just going to keep taking L's. But I think like... The Packers showed last week that it isn't really like the complete chaos that everybody expected it to be. I think that they are interested in winning back the home crowd a little bit, and I I just expect them to have a little bit more octane, a little bit more gas in the tank on offense in this game. So, yep, I agree. Coin is also going with the Packers. And before we continue, why don't we give out some bets for this? Yeah, week? I was thinking about that also. Do that. <laughs> that also. So what do you have for this week? Yeah, all right. Here is a bet from me. Um, so I don't think I've done bet like this in a little while. Um, this is kind of a safe option, but I'm going to say take the Cincinnati um, four and a half spread. I think that they are way more. <laughs> I, I think that they have a very solid chance of beating Pittsburgh by more than mm. four and a half. Um Cincinnati isn't exactly in their best shape right now, but Pittsburgh is a mess, and Kenny Pickett is going to be on the field this week again, and I do not expect them to stay within a touchdown and a half, let alone half a touchdown. So, yeah, there you go. Interesting. Um, That was going to be my pick as well, so I'm going to pivot to a backup (laughs) here. So you know that I think that's a great pick because that was literally what I was going to say. 
for me. I'm going to go with under 43 points for the Buffalo Cleveland game. This is going to be in Buffalo. They're calling for a lot of snow. Um, so I think there's going to be a lot of running going on, a lot of not very, very explosive football. Um, I've seen estimates of up to two feet of snow in Buffalo this weekend. So um, I'm thinking it's not going to be a, a shootout up there. So I'm going under 43 for Cleveland at Buffalo. Yeah, I like that pick. That's a solid one. Yeah, I think uh, Buffalo has... I, I still I think it would be silly to like throw up the, the emergency lights on this team right now. But um, they certainly, I think are not producing at their highest potential right now. And I and I don't really see Cleveland holding up their half of the bargain in this one. So, Yeah, and unders, as we've talked about, have been really good this year. So sure. let's see if that continues. For All sure. Right. All right. Back All to right. our regularly scheduled programming. <laughs> That's right. Next up, we have the Atlanta Falcons hosting the Chicago Bears. I hate picking games like this. I hate low-level <laughs> games between NFC teams. They happen every week. They're so boring. Uh, the Falcons... Have been, you know, a little up and down this season. Um, they had an unfortunate loss this last weekend to the Panthers on Thursday night. Um, we've seen them get trounced by the Chargers. They they were holding their own for a little bit, but they find themselves now like really starting to uh, slowly get back down to that expectation level that they had coming into the season, where people thought surely this team was a shoe in for the worst team in the league. The Bears have not been very cleanly putting things together, but um, they were looking up themselves for a little, for a couple of weeks there and then had an unfortunate loss to the Dolphins. And then this last week, an unfortunate loss to the Lions. So yeah, both these teams really starting to have a hard time finding momentum at this point in the mid season is really where I think you start seeing these like low level NFC teams become kind of, uh, a little directionless a little bit, and I think that both these teams are really suffering from that at the moment. I'm going to give this one to the Falcons, just because, honestly, like, I, I not that the home field advantage is insane, but I think that the Falcons' offense has shown themselves to be consistently, like, a little bit more dynamic than the Bears have been this year. I like the Bears a lot more on defense, but I think that, like, offensively, this may be a little bit... Of a of a good matchup for the Falcons, I I, th- I could see it becoming a pretty solid like back and forth game. I know that Justin Fields has been producing pretty well in fantasy, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Atlanta here. All right, we're gonna finally two games in get a disagreement <laughs> going with the Bears here. Um, you talk about Justin Fields looking great in fantasy the past couple of weeks, and I think that Kipple. I don't know why I said it like that, but um. The coaching staff there has really started to play to his strengths a little bit. We see him getting out on the run a lot more. He keeps having really long touchdown runs. I don't think the Falcons are going to be the defense to slow him down. So I think uh, we see another good offensive performance by the Bears here. Um, I think they've scored 30 points two weeks in a row at least. So um, I think we see that continue. And I think we see the Falcons continue to slide down uh, the NFC South after being in the lead for a little bit there. Um, coin is also going with the bears here. So you are all by yourself with the dirty birds. Speaking of birds, my neighbors uh, up to next, the South. I'll defend neighbors. them with my honor. <laughs> yeah. They're your closest NFL team. Probably. <laughs> probably. Or, uh, it's probably about the same as it is to the Titans, but maybe like <clears throat> 20 minutes closer. Yeah. It's 
actually crazy um, to think about. But up next, we've got another bird team. Bird, bird, bird up. Still bird up, despite the loss this past week. The Eagles are taking on the Colts in Indianapolis. Uh, they're six and a half point favorites. That's a spread that I don't mind. Uh, I thought about making that my bet on it for the week. But I don't like betting on my own team, so that's why I didn't do it. But I think we're going to see the Eagles have a good bounce back Calvin week Ridley. here. <laughs> True. Yeah, we all saw what happened there. I don't want. I don't want. I just want to avoid that situation totally. But I think um, the Colts. There's a pretty feel good story with Jeff Saturday getting a win just off the street um, as the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts this past week. But he's going to have a bit tougher of a task playing the Eagles. And um, I think the Eagles are going to take care of business after suffering their first loss. Yeah, I don't really see the Eagles like sliding, <laughs> continuing a slide here against the Colts. I was really excited to see this uh, match the last weekend for uh, just Saturday for all sorts of reasons. I mean, obviously, I love watching the Raiders lose. Raiders versus Colts has become like, I would have said this last week, that, that game has been like, a rivalry of garbage, like for the whole NFL's era, I feel like, mm, like yeah. it, it's like a pretty, it's like it's a regular. I don't know why, but uh, never really disappoints. The Colts are having a <laughs> dynamically chaotic season, and I think to find a win on Eagles, who I, most people should still expect to be top two or top three at this point, is very silly. So I'm gonna go with the Eagles here. Go birds. Bird up, bird up, bird up. Coin is going with the Colts here. Next up, we have a divisional matchup that has been played already this season. The New England Patriots host the New York Jets. Um, the Jets, you'd have to believe, think that they are in good contention for this game. They you know, took down the division leaders uh, just a couple of weeks ago in the Bills and have been having a pretty crazy season. They come into this game, I believe, off of a bye, which... Uh, mm-hmm. Also, both should of these help. teams. Um, oh yeah, both these teams come off a of bye. That's a good point. So, but yeah, I think I don't expect things to go any differently than they did last time. I uh, concede to losing the disagreement uh, on the young QB versus Belichick narrative, and also just the fact of the matter that it's going to be in New England this time, and New England in general is starting to shape up a little bit. This division is just. So, so, so scary. Probably, honestly, in contention for the best division in the league. Certainly better than the NFC West. NFC West, I don't know. But, um, yeah. Um, it, it, I'd say that NFC East is pretty... I'd, I'd, I'd probably put them up there as the number Yeah, one. for sure. Yeah, I, for, I didn't think about that. But, yeah, no, that's a good point. But both the Easts. Both the Easts. We've, we've, flipped, we've flipped to the other direction. Yeah. We'll see when the North <laughs> or the South make... Any heat ever, yeah. Mm. When pigs fly, Not but I'm gonna go soon. with yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, the the Patriots here, as I said. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Patriots as well. Bill Belichick coming off a bye, he's gonna have a great game plan. He's always good against the Jets. He's always good against young quarterbacks. Um, so Patriots here is pretty easy pick for me. And the coin is going with the Patriots as well giving us our <laughs> second unanimous decision. Up next, we have the Houston Texans hosting the Washington Commanders. Um, I guess the Commanders are going to be 6-5 and five after this week because the Texans don't look like they can beat anybody. Um, the Commanders are actually on a little bit of a hot streak. 
I think they started one and four, one and three, maybe another five and five. So Taylor Heineke, as annoyed as I was watching him celebrate that penalty last night, he's definitely given this team a spark. Defense is really starting to come together. And um, East is looking like the best division, and the Commanders are are a part of that. They're, these last few weeks, they've shown a lot of uh, toughness. Um, sorry about Ezra in the back room there. But the Texans have not shown any toughness. They've had, they were kind of close with the Giants. They were close with the Eagles for a little bit, but they're about to get uh, beat three weeks in a row by the best division in football. Yeah, I uh, I agree. Sorry, I don't know why I said I felt like I had <laughs> talked first for some reason. I was the quick... <laughs> yeah, I agree with you on this one. Um, the Commanders are looking pretty spicy underneath uh, Taylor Heineke. I mean, we saw I I was pretty impressed with their receiving room during the the first few weeks of the season when Carson Wentz was um, competing in the, on the fantasy leaderboards randomly. Like the, uh, they actually were. All really running their routes pretty efficiently, getting breaking out from coverage pretty well. I think that the commanders have a lot of potential. They just like, and I mean, like it's an org that's always been doomed to fail. Like they just never really have been good at um, compounding on that. But with this win over the Eagles and now going into a really really easy matchup against the Texans here, I think that they are gonna start maybe getting some. Finally getting some momentum together (laughs) in time for a new owner. Yeah. Um, Thankfully, it seems like Dan Schneider will be selling soon. So, Crab Dance coin is going with the Commanders as well. Nice, nice. All right, next up we have the New Orleans Saints hosting the Los Angeles Rams. Oh, the Rams. Oh, man, the Rams. Oh, no. What? What can you say that hasn't already been said? The Rams just having a big train wreck of a season. Lots and lots of losses in division. Lots and lots of losses out of the division. Just, as you said a few weeks ago, season. one of the worst cases of Super Bowl winner hangover that we've, that we've been around for in our lifetimes. Um, you hate to see it. The Saints just lost to the Steelers, who I think are in contention for like worst five teams in football. They did not make it happen against the Ravens in a pretty chaotic game. Um, and yeah, I think that both these teams find themselves in this match with uh, very little hope, very little direction. I am so tired of being wrong for picking the Rams, so I'm just going to take the Saints for literally no other reason. Like That's, that's all I have. I keep picking the, the Rams and being <laughs> Ron. So here you go, Saints. All right. Um, so it would be really nice to know who the Saints are going to start a quarterback before we make this decision, because they surely they have to be done with Andy Dalton at this point. He's not getting it done. Um, yeah. He's literally not doing anything for this team at this point. Um, he had a hot streak of maybe three quarters earlier this season. And now the clock has struck midnight, and he's turned back into a pumpkin. That's a joke about his orange hair. But uh, the Rams, like you said, not good. It's a tough one. I'm just going to assume that Dennis Allen, head coach of the Saints, is going to make the wrong decision here because he's been doing that a lot. And I think he's going to stick with Andy Dalton. And uh, pick watch. The Eagles have the Saints' first-round pick next year. Right now it's a top four or five pick. 
Pretty sick, if you ask me. I'm going with the Rams to win this one. Hopefully, Matthew Stafford will be back because um, that will sure, surely uh, solidify my decision. Coin is going with the Rams as well. All right, so two disagreements so far. Let's see if we can rack up any more. Up next, we've got the Cleveland Browns at the Buffalo Bills, like I talked about in the bet on it segment. Um, there should be like two feet of snow in Buffalo this weekend. It's going to be a slog fest, um, but I'm, I'm going to pick the Bills to uh, bounce back from this cold stretch that they've been happening, having. And uh, the Browns are like noticeably worse on the road, at least in the passing game. And uh, I don't think they're going to get it done this week against one of the league's best. Um, interesting thing to note about the Browns. Uh, <laughs> this is week 11, so... Assuming everything happens as you would expect it to, uh, Sean Watson will be opening for his revenge game next week against the Texans. So here we stand at the at the cusp of the final showing of Jacoby Brisket in the 2022 NFL season. Um, I do not expect it to be a good one. I don't think that the Bills are really a team that should be capable of losing three times in a row, um, even though their offense has been kind of sloppy i mean don't get me wrong the vikings game was like a slobber knocker so it's hard to like be like man you guys didn't get it done this game but they didn't but i mean at the very least their defense has continued to be pretty trustworthy um i didn't really love them last week but i still think they looked fine in the jets game and i just don't really see the browns contending um with anything that the bills bring to the table at least not until um they start playing with what's his name next week so there you go oh <laughs> uh, actually um since they had the bye it's a living game so next week it he won't be back uh, oh, yeah. it'll be that's right. week, so 13. week 13 that's when they play the texans but anyway um point still stands uh don't think this will be a good showing for mr brisket either coin also agrees going with the bills as well all right next up we have the baltimore ravens hosting the carolina panthers the Ravens, uh, again, at, uh, just lots of messiness. This this season still continues to be, I think, just like a very chaotic season for so many teams in the league. It, it opened up that way and hasn't really changed. Um, the Ravens, I believe, were on a bye last week, but most people will remember the hard-fought victory that they had on Monday Night Football before that. Uh, yeah, I think that... Lamar uh, has just not really been. I, last season, it was like, no matter what, no matter. I I know Lamar got me no matter what, but like <laughs> it just has not really been like that this year. I he has been trying, but I think that this team is just determined to give him harder and harder states uh, of of the season to to fight his way out of. Fortunately. The, the division around them is kind of messy at the moment. And also, fortunately, they'll be playing against the Panthers at home this week. The Panthers were able to take a super exciting Thursday night victory over the Atlanta Falcons last week. But, um, yeah, we have not really seen this team do anything meaningful at any point this season. Um, I believe that Baker Mayfield is going to be back on the field, if if I've heard correctly. That so, is correct. Yeah, so, woohoo. <laughs> Uh, I I think that Baltimore is going to take this one. It a, a team very familiar with defending Baker Mayfield. 
by the way. That's, so. That is a great point. Um, and I agree with you totally. I think the Ravens are going to take this one. I, I think the spread's a little inflated. It's like 12, 12 and a half or mm-hmm. something. I think the Panthers will make it a better game than that. Um, that was another thing I thought about putting for my bet on it. So a lot of good things to bet on this week, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. But I'm going with the Ravens here coming off that bye. I think they're going to have a good game plan. Like you said, they, they know all about Baker Mayfield's strengths and weaknesses. So I like their chances mm-hmm. this week. And uh, yeah, that's that. The coin is going with the Panthers in this one. Coin notable um, Baker Mayfield fan, I guess. (laughs) Up next, we've got the Detroit Lions going to New Jersey to take on the New York Giants. Uh, Giants, do they play? Yes, they played the Texans last week. They weren't, it wasn't the most convincing victory. But they got a win. That's all that matters. The Lions also got a win last week. I think, believe that's two in a row for the Lions. Mm-hmm. So um, they're coming in looking to extend their win streak. The line here, I think, is only three points for the Giants. So that tells you kind of a lot, I think. that The, mm-hmm. the Lions have three wins. The Giants have seven. And they're still only a three-point home favorite. So I think this will be a close game. And... Mm-hmm. I'm going to let my Eagles fan bias get in the way a little bit here. I'm going to pick the Lions to upset the Giants in week 11 here. I think the Lions keep their win streak alive, and the Giants finally lose a game because they just keep freaking winning. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I, I, I think I'm going to take the disagreement here because the fact of the matter is they just keep winning. We did see them lose to Seattle going into their bye a couple of weeks ago. Yes, we did. Um, yes. So... They are certainly not infallible, but I think that I don't know. Yeah, I'm really, I'm actually really excited about this game. I think that both of these offenses have a lot of exciting and and young uh, energy in them, and um, it, this this game could become a shootout pretty easily. But I I think that like overall, at the end of the day, the Lions, even though they've put up two wins in a row, we have seen them lose a lot of really close games on like some run heavy drives and that's like the giant's bread and butter so i I think i'm gonna go with new york here what does the point say is he disagreeing with me again let's see yes he is look at that we've had like a full change of heart from the coin here all the way on my side this week so could be could be bad news for me (laughs) all right next up we have Debating me, man. Why would they do this? Like, <laughs> it's like every time we lose, like they put a game that I think that we could win, like right in front of, just like dangle in front of me. Like, what is this? We have the Denver Broncos hosting the Las Vegas Raiders. The Broncos let go a dominant ten point lead over the Tennessee Titans this last weekend. Came came to a uh, embarrassing seventeen to ten finish. Woohoo. Uh, Woo-hoo. It was happening an hour and a half away from me, and I could barely watch it on my own phone. It was uh, <laughs> a bad time. The Raiders are terrible, though, huh? And um, they just lost to, like, a Disney movie coach. So, <laughs> I like, <laughs> uh, Broncos country, let's ride, I guess. No way I'm picking the Raiders in, fuck, in, uh, in Mile High. So, there you go. Broncos country, let's ride. Couldn't agree with you more. I'm going with the Broncos here. They're favored two and a half points. Close. They're expecting to be a close game. But last time these two teams played, we saw the best game from Russell Wilson in a Broncos uniform. I need that this week in one of my fantasy leagues, so I'm riding with the vibes here. I'm going Broncos 
maybe to my detriment once again. <laughs> I th- I've picked them a lot this year. Um, yeah, me too. Here's a cool stat that popped up on the screen when I was watching a game. If the Broncos had scored just 18 points in every game, I think they'd be 8-1 and one was the stat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just 18 points. All they need. I would be pissed if I was that defense. Like, can you imagine allowing that few of points and having this Second record? fewest. Ah, very cool. Very cool for those for those guys in the blue and orange. Yeah. Um, coin also going with the Broncos here. We got a unanimous for Broncos country. Let's ride. Let's ride. Up next, we have got a game that sucks that these two teams are playing because I would love for them both to lose. Cowboys are going to play the Vikings. Normally, I wouldn't really care about the Vikings, but they just are giving the Eagles a really hard time for that one seed in the NFC. Um, However, I still hate the Cowboys more than anything else in the NFL. So I think Kirk Thuggins is going to make another showing because this game is in the afternoon and not in prime time. I think, um, unfortunately, the Vikings are going to be 9-1 and after this week, and the Cowboys are going to be entering a little bit of a slide, if you will, um, <laughs> losing their second in a row. Yeah, I didn't think you'd let me get this one as a disagreement. No. The Vikings definitely... Yeah, they. I just think they are so good. Just I continue to show like it. It has stayed true that like they can only play really close nail biting games. Um, I'm sure all their fans have really bad blood pressure problems at this point. <laughs> but uh, I think that they are showing themselves to be an extremely dynamic offense. A really really exciting team to watch. They've made some money moves as the uh trade deadline has approached and i think that um yeah i what once we see these guys getting scheduled at second seed for like a 325 saturday wild card round game that's that's the super bowl blessing like i think they could go all the way but in the meantime i think that the vikings i i do think the cowboys will be in a little bit of a slide as you said they <laughs> Um, did not impress me last week, and I think that fortunately it could even like maybe be the worst team in this division. Like maybe, maybe I'm just saying maybe, maybe, maybe. could be. Uh, coin also going with the Vikings, so two unanimous in a row here. All right, cool beans. Next up, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers hosting the Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, both of us wanted to pick the Bengals to hold the money line here, so I think I think everybody can expect. Um, an, an agreement here. Kenny Pickett, like I said, uh, will be He's starting not good. this game. Not good. Not good. Have almost no confidence in this guy as a starting QB. Um, yeah, it's kind of crazy that he's here. Really speaks to. I think. I think Kenny and Malik are doing a great job disproving the the amount of doubt people had about this year's quarterback class in the draft. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Bengals. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going with the Bengals as well. Uh, when I say Kenny's bad, I mean he's bad at football. Maybe he's a good person. But no, he's not. This is not an ideal situation being thrust into the starting job in his rookie year behind a bad offensive line, um, just a struggling offense. But on the other side of the ball, we've got Joe Burrow and the Bengals coming to town off their bye, I believe. And um, I expect them to look like the much cleaner team here. And that's. I'm not going to pick the bank, the 
Steelers to win this time around like I did in week one. So that's that. Although TJ Watt is back, so maybe he will he could I could see him wreaking some havoc on this Bengals offensive line, making Joe Burrow really uncomfortable, but there's also still Pickett, no man. Jamar Chase. There's also still Kenny Pickett on the other side of the ball. Yeah. So <clears throat> yep. Going with the Bengals. Coin also going with the Bengals. Wow. Agree a Palooza wow. over here, am I right? Up next, we have got an AFC West primetime matchup. We heard all about these coming into the year. Um, they were supposed to be cream of the crop. However, <laughs> the Chiefs are the only good team, it seems, in that division. Uh, the Chargers have been missing a lot of people on both sides of the ball. Um, could not get it done on Sunday Night Football last week against the 49ers. It's actually their second Sunday night game in a row. That's interesting. Um, but anyway, the Chiefs have been good. They're coming off a 10-point win against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And, um, you know, it would make sense to pick the Chiefs here. But I'm going to pick the Chargers because every time these two teams play, it's a pretty good game. And the Chargers led for most of the time when they played last. Um, so I think we're going to see finally a good game from Justin Herbert. Uh, I wouldn't really put it all on him, the the bad luck that this offense has been having, I think. His coach is questionable at best and not utilizing his talent to the fullest. And like I said, he's been missing people. But I'm going with the Chargers here. I think they finally get this monkey up their back and get a win against the Chiefs um, after losing the last few. All right, cool. Disagreement number four of the week here. I am going to take the Chiefs. Um, since that last matchup, I just have only become more fearful of the Chiefs and more confident in my disbelief of the Chargers. I think that, like you said, the injuries are certainly one thing, but also uh, the Chargers have just been getting into the mud with a lot of teams that I think that they should be handling pretty easily. And um, I really don't like their chances in the grand scheme of the AFC right now. And so I really don't like their chances against the Chiefs, who I think are one of the best coach teams right now. Um, sort of proved that against... The Titans a couple of weeks ago who were getting a lot of heat for being like the best coach team in the league. Uh, I think that the Chiefs quieted that down a little bit. Also, there was a lot of talk about Travis Kelsey kind of being whatever outside of the t tight end conversation last year. And I think that he is very cleanly proving himself to still be the king of the tight ends. Um, so I, I, I'm going to go with the Chiefs here. All right, let's see what that wacky piece of metal has to say about it. Coin is going with the charges. I accidentally typed my pick in twice, so... You absolute dingus. Um, you're on an island once again. Four for four. Four for four. Somebody call Wendy's. Actually, uh, I'll four have for a four is cheeseburger. Um, uh, wait, you really? Have to get a biggie, yeah, you have to get a biggie bag now. That's fine. It's like I've the been same the amount of food. It's like the same amount of food for $5, though. A little disappointing. Um, it's a better sale, that's a, arguably. Okay, well, I haven't really... I don't know if I've ever got a biggie bag. That's enough Wendy's talk. What do we got for the last game of the week? <laughs> the last game of the week, we have the Arizona Cardinals, red and yellow like McDonald's, hosting the San Francisco 49ers, who are also sort of McDonald's colors, I guess. Um, this, is, <laughs> this is the 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 Macca matchup of the week. Uh, the, <laughs> the Cardinals were able to... Both these teams have absolutely embarrassed the Rams this year. That's pretty much the first thing I think of when I think about <laughs> either of these teams. Uh, but no, the, 
The Cardinals have been looking um, pretty hot ever since the they got the whole band back together in Week Nine. Um, they are, you know, still kind of young, dumb, and hungry, like they have always been in this Tyler Murray, Cliff Kingsbury era. Uh, and I, I enjoy watching them scrap. Uh, and uh, the 49ers, I think, are a pretty solid team, obviously, but still consistently just. I, I'm. Uh, there's just something about the way that they play offense. It's their games are just so slow all the time, except for when they're playing the the Rams. Oddly, for some reason. Um, but this last week, they scored pretty low again against the Chargers. We saw them score horribly low against the 49ers. And I don't know. Just like I said, like the Cardinals have been looking really scrappy these last few weeks, and I always. I'm taking people against the 49ers when you're not, and I like the idea of there being five disagreements. So there you go. I'm going with the Cardinals. Wow. I am, you were right with the, assuming this would be a disagreement. I'm going with the 49ers. They're really figuring out their run game um, with Chris McCaffrey. Now with Elijah Mitchell, they got a good one-two punch there in the backfield. And uh, I like how Ezra waited until my turn to talk to start <laughs> fussing, but that's okay. Um, we push on. And the Cardinals, I'm not sure if Kyler Murray's going to be back or not. Um, arguable whether that is a good or bad thing because Colt McCoy once again stepped in and looked pretty good uh, for the Cardinals, just like he did last year. But I still think the 49ers are a better team. Um, so I'm going to be going with them. Pushing us to five disagreements. Uh, could be up by 15 by the end of the week. We'll see how it goes. Uh, one last interesting <laughs> note. This, you wait to look at that. Oh, <laughs> this my game, goodness is going to be played in Mexico City, so that's kind of cool. Um, oh, yeah. Another, another international game. Bonjour, as you might say. Uh, NFL <laughs> International. <laughs> um, we should go. Uh, it would be really cool to go to a Munich game in the future. I'd like to that do that. Um, but Coin, actually going with you here. Um, breaking the trend that's been established in the previous four disagreements. Wow. That's some... Wow crazy storylines for those following at home <laughs> our listeners were like why are they always talking about who the coin went with who cares <laughs> it matters a lot it okay it's it's like us playing heads or tails against each other basically <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> all right well thank you for tuning in for another episode of nfl is um I hope that you all are enjoying the season so far. Next week is Thanksgiving, so I don't know exactly how that will affect us, but we'll see. Since this last week was a spreadsheet episode, I'm going to try to bring the microphone with me to my parents' house and find some time for us to get on here and make some calls, but we'll see what happens. I hope you all are enjoying your brisk and dark winter. Um <laughs> Apparently, this is the last time we're going to do this, so we'll see. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure something will go wrong before then, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, make sure to tell a friend to check out our show. Make sure to review us on Spotify or else Apple or else you will die. And <laughs> I can see if your account is listening and not reviewing. So True. Just think we about have that. the technology. Zillow exists, so just think about that. Um, do you, <laughs> Drew, are you guys back and kicking on the other shows? Nope. <laughs> I haven't, cool. uh, 
been uh, pretty busy in the home buying process, actually moving this weekend to my new house. So that's pretty cool. Hopefully things will settle down after that. But right now it's just this one, the 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 OG podcast um, that I've been with. Always got to make time for the fellas. Kyrie isn't playing. I'm not recording. Exactly. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not Put my boy show. Kyrie back on the field. He ain't doing nothing wrong. <laughs> oh, man. Just kidding. That guy sucks. Things are going really well. <laughs> I hope that you all are doing great in spite of that. My name is Jacob Wilkinson. My, my name is Drew Wade, and I got the coin right here with me. As always, the coin did not write back.